I am honored to be talking to Nate from Shaman's Harvest. Thank you for joining the show, Nate. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, so you guys are originally from Jefferson City, Missouri. So I'm going to say you're a local boy in a way. And what made yeah. you guys create Shaman's Harvest? Uh, well, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a whole lot to do when we got <laughs> together. So and uh, you know we're just there was no other bands really around the area that was playing rock and roll at the time, um, at least original rock and roll. So we just, you know, we thought that, uh, well, we can get girls this way. So um, it never really worked out, but <laughs> but we're still, we're still, something worked out because we're still keeping on, keeping on. And you guys started in 1996 and kind of, we talked off air that uh, the Grizz was created in 1996. So what made you guys come up with the name Shaman's Harvest? At first, it was it was a terrible, I think the first band name was called Purge, and that's just not oh. really all that pleasant of a thing. Yeah. You, uh, you'd think it'd be like a punk band or something, but uh, it, we just needed something that was a little more, uh, I don't know, organic feeling, I guess. And uh, so we were kicking names around. We couldn't ever come up with anything. And then my mom, mom she, one day, she, she came with us with, to us with the... Uh, Shaman's Harvest, and we're like, eh, it's better than everything else we've come up with, so we stuck with it ever since. You guys started out I mean, playing probably, what, garage bands, small venues, and stuff like that around Jefferson City. What was the band that you guys kind of aspired to be like? Who was your inspiration? There was uh, there was these older older guys um, to us. They were older. They're like, they like 20, so they are like, <laughs> you know, real old to us at the time, and just really cool, but they were local guys too and they had that kind of that grunge sound that we were you know and it was 96 so mm -hmm. you can imagine uh we were pretty enamored with them there's a band called phineas gage nobody else has ever heard of them except then unless you're from jeff city but mm -hmm. yeah like we just wanted to be like them and uh and uh they gave us really they gave us our first original live show we opened up for them and uh so we're kind of forever in their debt now do you remember your very first song you played on stage oh god i think it was probably first song i ever played on stage was probably house of rising sun it was at uh there was like a park that you could rent out the pavilion and that's what we used to sneak in beers and and watch watch rock bands now you guys have been through a lot as a band you've had some up and downs with just different industry pressures you've had some health scares throughout your guys's career um how do you mm -hmm. think all of that tell us a little bit about how that's molded you into the band that you are now because you guys are on fire right now well it's definitely taught us a lesson of you know you gotta you gotta have real tough skin in this in the business of thing of this you know what we find ourselves in you gotta have tough skin you gotta have a lot of grit um and you gotta be able to 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 not be too offended when things don't go your way when you might be real close to something big and then usually what happens about five minutes before that thing's supposed to happen you get a call saying well it's not happening now Mm -hmm. uh, you got to start over. You got to be real good at starting over. And I think that's probably the most important ability to have when you're doing anything uh, that you love, that there's nothing else that you can do. You can never see yourself not playing music. That's really the only way that you're going to be able to have any longevity, I think. Totally true, because I actually left the radio industry for 17 years and uh, just came back a year and a half ago. So I totally get that because that's who I was and I went away from who I was. And now finally, I think I'm back to where I'm supposed to be. So it's the same thing you happy? with music. I am extremely happy to be here. There you go. You guys are touring with, I mean, some big acts right now. You got Three Doors Down, which we're going to give tickets away to in Sedalia, Missouri at the Missouri State Fair. With some of these bands, who's probably the act you like performing with the best so far? Um, That's pretty tough. Um. You know, we always like touring with uh, bands like like Blackstone Cherry. Oh yeah, um, they're kind of from the same background, mm -hmm. I would say. You know, and they've been together for quite a while too. And you know, they're they're on fire as far as a, from a global standpoint. I they mean, say. in Europe, they're just 
they're selling out arenas. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see their growth is also it's encouraging for us to and, and plus they're just good old boys. I like touring with. I don't care how good you are on stage, but if you're you know if you're a real pair, I have no desire to tour with you. Exactly. I don't care. Uh, I don't care who who you are. Mm-hmm. But if you you know if you just you're just a dude, you're just a person or a gal, and you know, you're real, then uh, you know that's the kind of people we like touring with. So yeah, Blackstone Cherry is always a great one. Uh, we just played with uh, uh, did a tour with uh, in this moment, and uh, hell yeah, the, all those people are great people mm-hmm. um, to tour with and and perform really well. Any anything that's musically honest, you know they. They, they get up there and they're really good at what they do. That's It makes us better. Now, as far as performing, you've played small clubs, you've played parks, like you said, some large auditoriums, all the way up to these huge mm-hmm. festivals. What do you prefer as far as a show? Which one was your ideal performance setting? You know, I wish I could say one or the other, but... Uh... You know, they each have the 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 they each have benefits. You know, they each have their their points that that you go away. You can you can from if it's a good one, you can walk away with that little moment and and time just forever locked in your head. You know, there's it doesn't it's hard to be ten fifteen thousand people all in sync. You know, saying hey or 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 singing a, a lyric or whatever it is, crowd surfing, and that's that's kind of how we grew up is watching people just lose their minds and. Right. But there's also it's, it's hard to beat that intimate performance when they're like literally right on top of you and and you know I can I can look in your eyes when I'm singing and I can see you I can see the passion that you have as well mm-hmm. when you're looking back at me I, I think that uh, you know they all have their benefits I, we just like to play we like to play it all. You talked about a moment. Do you have a moment when you kind of step back? Maybe you're on stage at one of these events. And you looked at the other guys in the band, you're like, damn, we've made it. This is what we do. <laughs> do you remember what that moment was? Um, it's never just one because it's been going on for so long. It's been such a slow climb for us, which I would never change that. I, I prefer that slow, that slow, gradual climb. So we can, you know, we never got too big for our britches, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, too big, too fast. So there's usually about one, one, one a month where we're just like, holy cow, this is all happening. <laughs> You know, it, it just it never, and I hope to never stop having those feelings. When you're performing, you guys have a lot of big songs. You had Dragonfly, which did very well here. We have a lot of requests for In Chains. What song that you guys have in your catalog? It can either be one of your songs or a song that you guys, you know, do a version of that is your favorite to perform on stage. Mm, well, again, <laughs> that, that <laughs> probably changes for us. You know, right. we never get tired of playing Dragonfly. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's always... Because you know we've we've changed it and developed it throughout the years, um, and to announce this whole different thing, it's almost unrecognizable by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it always gives us that moment of where you get lost in the music, lost in your parts. But uh, you know, there's a we do when we play uh, our headliner set. Sometimes every once in a while, after Dragonfly, we'll do uh, some Almond Brothers. We'll do the Whipping Post, and nice. that always is. Uh, it's funny because you can tell the demographic. There's mm-hmm. a lot of kids that have never heard Almond Brothers in their life at a right. show, but all of a sudden they're like, what is this? So we try to introduce some a little bit of that Southern rock to uh, to the youth. <laughs> now, if you had a choice, if you could pick any band that you guys were going to go on tour with that would be like your ideal mm-hmm. pairing, what would that be? Well, I think ideally, um, I think I just made it, I was talking about this the other day. Ideally, uh, I'd love to put like together like a, uh, like a, I don't know, some sort of vintage rock and roll festival concert that travels around like, have bands like Highly Suspect, Rival Sons, Crobot, Monster Truck, Blackstone Cherry, mm-hmm. and us. I think that would be a. I think that would be a pretty much a, 
a hoot and a half. Oh, I'd go for sure. I'm there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. We'll see, see if you can... Uh, if you can put that together, would you? Yeah, I'll see what I can do for you. As far as Shaman's Harvest, you guys have five albums out. Are you working on new music right now for another one coming out maybe in 2017, 2018? Or where are you guys yeah, at in that? Yeah, we are. We're uh, we're going to take a break from touring um, right after this fall run. And just we're just going to go ahead. And we might do like some one-offs or something. But we're going to hit the studio, hopefully be in it by end of October and then November. So I'd love to see the record done by December. Wow. And releasing releasing maybe January at the latest, but release a single from the new record beforehand, you know, before it's even done, so people can start getting an idea. Because I'm sure the record's going to wind up being something evolved from what we're doing now. You know, we try to evolve a little bit every record, uh, or de-evolve, have one of the two, <laughs> as long as it's different. And uh, But yeah, we've got a couple songs, um, you know, that are pretty close to being, being uh, a finished product, so I, I see us being in the studio this fall. That sounds fantastic. And I would like to thank you on behalf of myself, the Grizz, and our Grizzlies out there that are listening. You guys are highly requested. Please keep up the good work. When you get that new music, you know, hook me up a little bit if you would. Oh, I'm a, I'll slide it under the table at you. That would be great. And you guys, if you come through the area, through the Quincy, Illinois, Hannibal area, stop by the studio. We'll have you guys come in and play acoustically. We'll do a whole thing with you guys. That would be awesome. And, Sounds uh, good. We'd love to. And we're going to give away some tickets. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us. That was Nathan with Shaman's Harvest, and thank you for your time. Oh, thanks for having us. Anytime.